Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Why you, why you acting hard when you just a baby? Boy, I keep it real with you, but you trying to play me. You're listening to After Hours with Amy Lawrence. I miss the days when basketball was a contact sport. <laughs> when not every single player was complaining about not getting a foul call. LAPD was called. LAPD was called. OMG, and I don't even say that. I am so tired of seeing rookies complain about not getting a call. You cannot be serious. I remember when only captains were allowed to speak to officials, and now everybody does it. Can you just shut up and play basketball? Because your mama raised you better than that. Have you lost your mind? This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Good morning to you. It's December 27th. You guys... The days are dwindling. It is nearly the start of a new year, which means promise and hope for the future. I start every year believing for blessings and breakthroughs in the upcoming year. Uh, And every year people ask me my New Year's resolutions. Do you know what the answer will not be in 2024? I no longer resolve to get married. I don't have to worry about that anymore. Oh, it's so cute. Somebody wrote me on social. I don't remember which site, Twitter or Facebook, and said, I can no longer call you the spinster Lawrence. (laughs) Right? The spinster. (laughs) That sounds like something out of one of the Victorian murder mysteries that I would read. Nah, no spinster here. I did not need to get married. I wanted to get married, which is why I waited as long as I did, because I wasn't going to settle for any old marriage. Uh, A friend of mine, Going back to my days at Syracuse, we've been friends for a long time. He said to me, Amy, if all you cared about was getting married, you could get married in 20 minutes, which is probably true considering the marriage proposals that I've received on social media for years. Uh, But I was really looking for the total package. I was looking for a partner in every phase of my life, a man who would be all in with me. And Bob has outdone and exceeded my expectations already. And we've only been married for 
nine days? Is it nine days? And I tell you what, we've already driven 1,700 miles together, one direction from New Jersey to Houston. Now we're getting ready to go the opposite direction, but we won't be driving the same vehicle. So good morning from Moving Central, where when I'm not talking about sports or preparing to talk about sports on the radio, instead I am packing boxes. (laughs) So mom and I, thankfully mom and her husband Mike have shown up to help with the packing process. We essentially packed up the entire kitchen on Tuesday afternoon. And we've got piles, piles that are going to New Jersey, piles that are getting thrown out, piles that are getting donated, piles that are going elsewhere. Uh, It's been really neat, actually, to learn about Bob, more about his history from what we're packing. For instance, two things, opposite ends of the spectrum. Uh, He and his family are Czechoslovakian and actually from the old Czechoslovakia, right? So not uh, from what is now a post Iron Curtain falling and the country splitting up uh, post communist regime. Uh, No, instead there's this rich tradition, this proud history and he and his family, uh, his parents and Bob have spent extensive time traveling to places like Russia and Poland and what was East Germany and, and Czechoslovakia and Everywhere they go on their missions trips and uh, their their humanitarian ventures, they bring home dishes or crystal. And so I've had the opportunity to see some of these priceless pieces from Russia and Poland and Czechoslovakia. And we've given a few away as gifts, but they all come with a story and they're all special to him. Uh, And so we're packing up incredible crystal on Tuesday afternoon. So that was one thing that I really enjoyed mom and I doing it and kind of hearing where the pieces came from and what they're for. Some of the the dishes that came from Russia, China that came from Russia, just intricately hand-painted, gorgeous color blue. And, and so that's been fun to hear about his history and his family's history. But then another discovery, a man, the man that I married who has more bottles and containers and shakers and seasonings in his spice cabinet. First of all, he has a spice cabinet than any other man or friend of my entire life. He's got at least four times as many spices as I do in what is a shelf, well, a shelf and a half in my kitchen in New Jersey. (laughs) And so we had to go through all of those. And in some cases, he had multiple iterations of oregano or a a coconut oil or a seasoning for a particular meat. Yeah, I don't even know what half of them are for. I kept asking him, what's this for? What's this for? And I thought I was a good cook and an adventurous cook, but apparently not. Uh, So he's an awesome cook. He actually made both venison and beef burgers for dinner for mom and Mike and I uh, last night. So that was a lot of fun. He's an amazing cook and chef. He's got a touch with the grill to be sure. Uh, And this was actually his venison from a deer that he harvested uh, last fall as part of his hunting. So yeah, I cannot tease him. Well, I can tease him. I'm not making fun of him when I talk about all his spices, only that we have an entire bin full of his seasonings and spices and salts and 
oils and special rubs and all of that jazz. And and he's going to have to teach me what they're for. So good morning to you from Moving Central. That's what's happening on Thursday evening. The trailer and two vehicles have to be filled up and we will be departing here on Thursday evening to be home just in time for Lions and Cowboys on Saturday night. So that's the goal. 1,700 miles, two people, two dogs, two vehicles, one trailer, football come up uh, coming up on January 30th. And while I'm driving on Thursday evening, I'll have a chance to listen to Jets and Browns, who, by the way, do both have dubious places in NFL history. But are they the worst teams in all of sports history? Well, that remains to be seen, I suppose. At some point when we're done with sports on this earth, we can look back and we can really compare. For now, it's just an opinion question. But we bring it up because of the Detroit Pistons, right? So they are a team that is now not only setting their own record, uh, but now encroaching on the worst losing skid in all of NBA history. Uh, And last night, they actually had a 14-point lead against the Brooklyn Nets. In the first quarter, they're up by double figures. It's the most they've led any other team in the, the streak that now stretches on for two months. (laughs) They end up with this nice lead in the first quarter. They take care of the basketball. They're hitting shots. And this is without Cade Cunningham, who scored most of his points in the second half. But in the second quarter, the wheels come off. They go from being up 14 to down, uh, I think it was seven at halftime. Yeah, and and they were never able to regain their footing. And so because you want to hear it, I know you want to hear it. A few of these moments that drive a stake through the heart of Pistons fans, courtesy of the Brooklyn Nets on Tuesday night. Nets looking to take their first lead. Bridges on the left. Drives cut off by Cunningham. Spins back right. Fadeaway dotted line. It rolls in for Mikel Bridges. And for the first time tonight, the Nets have the lead. They've come back from 14 down here in the first half to take a 39-38 lead. Bridges handling up top. A chain of defense. They move it left. Cam Johnson pump fake. Cuts left down the lane. Pass to the corner. Finney Smith a three. It's good. Oh, a huge three for Dorian Finney Smith. A five-point lead for Brooklyn. Timeout with 38 seconds to go. And he missed them both. Now you got to move up the court. And then they just threw it away. Alec Burks tried to get a quick outlet pass to Ivy, and it just it went over Ivy's head, and so that puts an end to anything. Holy moly. <laughs> so the Brooklyn Nets get the win, and the Pistons... Falls short once again. 118 to 112 is our final. Um, to have a start like that and then kind of let it go in the second quarter. I mean, that, that was the quarter that, um, you know, put us in the hole as a negative 13. And I think we had six turnovers in that quarter. Um, we had two in the first. Monty Williams is right now the talking head. He's the voice. He's the leader. And... He's doing what he can to keep his team positive and fighting and believing that there will be a win somewhere in the course of 
this season. Uh, let's hope the near future because it's got to weigh on them. It's got to be extremely heavy. And that was actually a word that he used in talking about the locker room, how heavy it is and how much it weighs on them, even though as the head coach, he's the name that will be associated with this losing skid. I'm sure it was. I mean, again, when you look at records, you think of coaches, you know what I mean? But I'm sure the players don't want that attached to um, the name on the jersey. And was it, you know, heavy? It may have been heavy for a while. It's just the nature of this kind of, of losing streak. And, um, you know, it's not going to change because we're grading the level of it. You know, we got to do what we got to do to change it. So Monty Williams and the Detroit Pistons now have the longest losing streak in a single season in NBA history. It stretches back to before Halloween. You guys, they haven't won a game since before Halloween. That's ludicrous and ridiculous and almost impossible uh, to to really wrap your brain around. Are you kidding me? It's It's not just bad. It's historically awful. It's horror-awful, as Shaq would say, and I'm sure he has. Uh, if they've got one more loss, and you know what? It does not get any easier. Coming up on Thursday evening, they play the Boston Celtics, who have the best record in the NBA currently. And it's in Boston, so yippee-ha-ha-wee. Uh, the Pistons could, with that loss on Thursday, with a loss on Thursday, tie the Sixers this wasn't that long ago this is actually in the last decade if you remember the Sixers dropping 28 straight games but it was over the course of two seasons right so it really isn't about one particular team uh, though as some of you have pointed out that was the beginning of the process and the whole trust the process so yeah there were familiar faces from one season to the next but I actually don't think it's fair to count that as a losing streak with months and a training camp and changes to the roster in between. I get it. It's a lot of losses and it stretches from one season to the next, but I don't think that should be considered a streak. Just my opinion. Uh, And so for these Pistons to already own the longest losing skid in a single season, I mean, this is their place in history. And because of that, we're asking you, who and what are the worst teams in sports history? On Twitter, A-Law Radio, on our Facebook page, After Hours with Amy Lawrence, a lot of you weighing in already. Also, some good news from the home front. Uh, I know it's moving central, and I yelled at a chandelier on Tuesday evening because I walked into it for about the 17th time. So moving is grating on me. But there's good news from home, meaning New Jersey home. Many of you ask about Sugar the Cat. Well, she is alive and well, and there is photographic evidence of that. Uh, So you can check it out on both Twitter and Facebook. The face she's making. So it's really funny because my dog instantly knows when I'm trying to take her photo. Uh, I have no joke, an entire folder of hysterical pictures that were the result of me attempting to take selfies with Penny. Oh my gosh. I mean, the dog will look everywhere except for the camera. Uh, and it's it's always uh, an exercise in futility. Well, Sugar loves the camera. She mugs for the camera. In fact, she'll look straight at you when you're taking her photo. And she did that. So my my Finnish friend, Paula, who loves to speak Finnish to Sugar, they're, they're fast friends, actually. Uh, she's been going every day. I've had a neighbor go multiple times. I had someone stay with Sugar for a little bit uh, over the course of wedding weekend. And so Sugar is a alive and well and 
those of you who want a photo of the cat, well, Merry Christmas to you belatedly. But what we're asking you mostly are the worst teams in sports history. Uh, and we're getting those responses on both Twitter and Facebook. It was interesting because I heard Cade Cunningham following this game talk about perspective or, or, or talk with perspective, I should say. And it reminded me of what we do as, as human beings when we're faced with circumstances that can be so heavy and debilitating and whether it's work or whether it's personal, uh, they can really weigh us down. And that's what Monty Williams has talked about. It's heavy. It's heavy on him. It's heavy on the locker room. And here's Cade Cunningham trying to stay positive. A lot of my positivity comes from just the joy of the game. I love what I do. I'm blessed to be healthy and play. So that's where it comes from. But um, there's nothing positive about this situation right now that we put ourselves in. So uh, that's where we got to dig deep and get ourselves out of it. Yeah, two things, actually. So not only is he doing what many of us do as humans, we try to focus on and accentuate the reasons we have to be grateful, even in the midst of some really tough circumstances, whether it's the loss of a loved one, whether it's the loss of a job, maybe it is the loss of health or uh, having to deal with physical and mental health challenges. It can be financial, it can be emotional or spiritual or personal, whatever it is. Um, And often... As humans, uh, just because life can suck sometimes, we deal with those things by trying to focus on what we have to be thankful for, right? So Cade focuses on his health and the fact that he still gets to play basketball for a living. And he had four points last night and the Pistons still lost. But he also says the situation we've put ourselves in, not the situation the referees put us in, not the situation that our coaches put us in, no, the situation we have put ourselves in, we can get out of it. We have to find a way to get out of it. But admittedly, that losing wears on you and grates on you. Not only are these coaches and players worried about their jobs, worried about the future, but also it just stinks to be in the spotlight for this reason and to be part of NBA history, to know that you've worked so hard and yet you're not seeing the results. And that's also something, an emotion, a frustration that we can deal with. Working your arse off and having nothing to show for it or having the results just be right you know away right outside your grasp or just beyond your reach um so for those reasons we i think we can all identify with Cade Cunningham and Monty Williams who was fired by the Suns last year by the way they could really use him back uh and and now they're in this situation with Detroit and this is like actually literally one of the worst teams in NBA history but who and what are the other let, – let's give the Pistons some company, right? The worst teams in sports history because misery loves company. Uh, so let's go ahead and show them that they are not alone. That's also, I think, a human reaction is to reach out and show people and and whatever they're going through, uh, it, it's helpful to know that, that we're not alone and that they're not alone, right? And so uh, there's that working as well. Let's show the Pistons that they're not alone. And there have been some other really awful, crappy teams in sports history. <laughs> so on Twitter, A-Law Radio, on our Facebook page too, it's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. One more for Jaron Jackson to put the Grizzlies up by one. Sets, fires, rims out, and then the rebound... Knocked away from Smart. J.B. DeRosa says no foul. Smart says he went over my back. We're going to overtime. Mm. 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 Wow. 103-0, overtime in New Orleans. Game tied at 109. Fans chant defense. Morant with it in his hands. Double team comes. Somebody's got to be open. It's Jackson on the right wing. Working on Zion Williamson. Jackson spins back to his right to the bucket. Throws it up with the right hand. Oh, it wanted to come out in the iron. Said no. Get back in the bucket. The ball falls through the net, and Jackson has another deuce. Marcus Smart will trigger the inbounds pass in the front court out of the timeout. Desmond Bain comes and gets it. Back to Smart. Smart lobs for Morant. He flushes home two on the alley-oop for the exclamation point. What a play. The inbounds came. Bain gave it to Smart. Smart to the rim. Morant with 31. And the Grizzlies now may have put the lights out on the Pelicans. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Ja Morant named Conference Player of the Week in the West as he returns from his suspension to start the season. And now the Grizzlies have won yet again. So 31 points over the Pelicans. The Grizzlies prevail in overtime. Eric Hasseltine on Grizzlies Radio. And here is Ja, who didn't make his season debut until last Tuesday against the Pelicans. Uh, had that 25-game suspension. I am rooting for him. Redemption, rejuvenation, uh, a reset. 
everything that he needs in his personal and professional life. And so he's been dynamic back on the court. There's a great sense of urgency, really a, a terrific response with Ja back in the lineup. Uh, but mostly, I, I hope that at this point he is using more wisdom in his choices, right? So we're not talking about a bad dude necessarily. Uh, we're not talking about a guy who can't be redeemed or can't choose a different path moving forward. Smarter, wiser, life experience, just using all of those things to recognize uh, not just his profile and how many people are watching him, and that it's really hard to get away with anything on social media, but also understanding how much he has to lose. And the first suspension, it, it didn't maybe drive that point home. So I hope now that the point has been driven home uh, and that Ja understands that to whom much is given, much is required. And he's been given so much. And I hope that he doesn't squander it. I hope that he uses it in such a positive way, not just for the people around him who are watching, for his team, for his coaches, but for himself, for himself and for his family. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. So Ja named Conference Player of the Week. The Grizzlies win a fourth in a row. Uh, they are on a streak. The Pistons, well, they're going the wrong way. Yeah, it's been rough for them. And for Monty Williams, who is the new head coach there and, and walks into a situation in which they're expecting rehab, in which they're expecting a new culture, a winning attitude, and maybe some of those things are in fact in place, not the winning culture yet. It takes time to learn how to win. I hope that they don't throw in the towel there in Detroit because the constant change has been part of the constant losing. That is absolutely the case. It's an adage that I use to talk about teams that are always in transition and can never establish any sense of consistency. There is far too much impatience in sports, and I'm the queen of impatience. Let me just tell you, uh, patience is not my virtue. More so now than when I was younger, but still will never be a strong suit of mine. Um, but in sports, there's so much impatience when it comes to teams that can't seem to find their footing. Owners and general managers, they get impatience. They have a quick trigger. And what do you do? You change the coaching staff again and you change the players in the roster and you never find any solid ground, any foundation upon which to build. So it really doesn't help when you're constantly hiring and firing coaches, not to mention it's expensive. And it also can be a deterrent to free agents and other athletes that maybe you'd like to come play for you that could help turn the ship around. And yet because of the poor choices that start from the top down, well, it's less attractive to players who might otherwise consider you as a free agent destination. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence here on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, just got this one from Gene on Twitter. The Browns went 1-31 and 31 under Hugh Jackson. Oh, yeah, they finally cut ties. And now, look, I mean, the Browns are finally starting to plant roots. And even with the transition at quarterback, right, so they, they thought Baker Mayfield would be the quarterback of the future. Now he is the object of the Buccaneers' desires. Uh, but they thought that that would be the beginning of something special. They're still in this 
I don't want to say constant, but in this revolving door of quarterbacks, right, where where they just can't seem to settle on one, they believe that Deshaun Watson was worth investing in. So the 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 contract that's fully guaranteed, but so far it's not paying them back in in dividends uh, that that come in the form of wins. But Joe Flacco to the rescue, baby! Joe Flacco to the rescue, and the Browns and Jets will kick off Week Seventeen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, looking forward to that on Thursday evening when I drive. I'll be listening to that on the radio. So who and what are the worst teams in sports history? Uh, you're blowing up my Facebook page after hours with Amy Lawrence. Uh, some of you are a little off your rocker, though. It's as though you can't remember history. But you know what? I'll raise my hand because sometimes history becomes... Foggy, fuzzy, with so much other information jammed in. But Shane on Facebook says the Giants since the Odell Beckham Jr. boat ride. Now, he wasn't the only one. I think every receiver on the Giants, yeah, made that trip. That was before their playoff game in Green Bay. You may have heard the sigh from Manny. Producer Manny is back in studio. But here's the thing, Manny. I get it. They they looked awful the next day. OBJ dropped a touchdown pass that was in his bread basket on what was it, the first drive of the game from Eli Manning. But the thing is, they did make the playoffs last year, and they actually won a playoff game. So I, I feel like that's unfair to brand the Giants that way. Yeah, but it's fool goal, Damien, because look at where they are now. Take right, a look at right. how everything just turned sideways. It's just, it's been, it's been an aptitude for the past decade or so. And that's why I don't love football as much as I do, as much as I did. Mm. Still though, uh, I wouldn't say the Giants are even, and that makes me sad actually, Manny. Uh, you stick around <laughs> with us a little more often and you'll definitely come to love uh, football again because we're, we're addicts on football. Uh, but the thing is, I wouldn't even say that they're the worst team in the NFL in the last decade. Honestly, I, I mean, I think there are other teams that would vie and probably win that moniker. And the Detroit Lions are one of those, which makes me sad for the fan base, right? Because now they're dealing with the, the Pistons. But for years, it's been the Lions and the Lions still, uh, they have broken through when it comes to playoff games, when it comes, well, playoff wins, I should say. And so they're still, I, mean, I think there's still a lot of hopefulness around these Lions and yet it's tempered. It's tempered hope. It's tempered tempered enthusiasm, if you will, uh, because until they see it in the playoffs, they're, they're not going to believe it. They're not going to believe that it's real. They haven't won a playoff game in 32 years. 32 years. So as bad as it might be for the Giants, Manny, I don't know if they can claim worst team in the NFL in the last decade. Yeah, I mean... <sighs> It's just it's just been so rough watching them, but like I, I I feel like I sound spoiled as well because I mean yeah Detroit you bring up a great point right there, but I mean also I don't really have to go too far to talk about inept football teams, um you know in the past decade I just have to go to Florham Park and take a look at what the Jets have done over the past decade as well. They haven't been you know exactly the cream of the crop in the NFL. I will say this, ever since I moved to the New York area, and I did that because CBS Sports Radio headquarters are located in in lower Manhattan, that's where producer Manny is right now, Uh, since that time, it's been a lot of losing for those two teams, and 
I I hear it all the time, not just from Manny, but from many of my colleagues who are New Yorkers, uh, New York natives and New York sports fans. <laughs> and yeah, it's it's not been a whole lot to talk about. It's been more of the, the quarterback conundrums. It's been the poor draft choices. It's been injuries now like Aaron Rodgers. There was so much hope uh, coming into this season. So I do agree that the two New York teams combined have been more failure than anything else over the last decade. All right, on Twitter, A Law Radio, also on our Facebook page. It's after hours with Amy Lawrence. Good morning to you. It's Tuesday. No, it's not Tuesday. It's Wednesday. Crap, there goes the perfect show. Just kidding. It was gone a long time ago. Uh, It's Wednesday, December 27th, and we're glad to have you with us. If you're off, you're out of your familiar routines, we're still hanging out here for another hour, and then on Wednesday night into Thursday morning as well, uh, before I got to take the the long drive, the walk of the plank, the drive back to New Jersey (laughs) uh, with a husband and two dogs in tow and a whole lot of boxes. There's so many boxes. There's just... A lot of boxes. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Wow. Dolphins can take the lead and end this football game on this field goal attempt by Jason Sanders. This would be, he makes this one, that's five for five and, and game ball right there. And the Dolphins can go to 11, 11 and four for the first time since 1990. And make the playoffs, Joe, as guaranteed at least a wild card with their magic number for the division title between them and the Buffalo Bills at one if he kicks this field goal. Ferguson the snap, the hold down by Bailey, the kicker is up, it's good! And the Miami Dolphins defeat the Dallas Cowboys 22-20 here at Hard Rock Stadium. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. I suppose there are some of you Dolphins fans who would point to how much you suffered and how long it had been since the Dolphins had won a playoff game or been a Super Bowl contender. And I know last year with Mike McDaniel, even the multiple quarterbacks, right? They made the playoffs, but to really be a contender, they had to have one QB or at the very least 
uh, have a healthy QB for the most part. And Tua has done all the work to be ready f- to lead this team. And they brought in pieces. And they have a Mike McDaniel and a coaching staff uh, that has really made a difference. And so for that reason now, the Dolphins have turned things around or in line for an actual division title. Uh, and, and so as bad as it might be for your team right now, it can always get better. No, it, it really can. I swear, even for Pistons fans. And honestly, Pistons fans, you don't have to look any farther than Ford Field. 58 seconds to go. Clock will start on the snap. Mullins takes the shotgun snap. He's back. Mullins looking. Pressure comes. Stepping up. Looking. Throwing deep downfield. It is picked up by the Lions. Intercepted. Coming back the other way. Ifatu Malafanwu. This is going to be over. Lions are going to win it. Lions are bringing the NFC North title back to Detroit. The fourth interception of the day delivers for the Detroit Lions. Dan Miller on Lions Radio before that Dolphins Radio. Yes, as bad as it is, especially in the NFL, where you have the system in place, the free agency, the salary caps, uh, half the playoff field turns over every year. And so there is always the opportunity to go from worst to first. Uh, The Dolphins weren't the worst team in the AFC East. They've got some competition there. Like during the Tom Brady years, uh, there were there were a lot of people that would point to the fact that the East was a weak division, right? So it boosted the Patriots' chances every season because they could build their record on the backs of that weak division. Um, The Lions, though, they've been in a competitive division. They've been bad for so long and have been in the basement for so many years. But now with Dan Campbell and a renewed vision as well as a foundation to build on there's a lot of people who are starting to believe but it will take playoff wins at least one just one for them to believe Uh, the Browns are on the cusp of making a playoff appearance for the second time this century right so that's huge it's not that long ago that the Bills were the lovable losers and they couldn't conjure up images of playoffs to save their lives right and so uh, the fact that the NFL has a system in place where you you can see things turn around in your lifetime maybe multiple times (laughs) over the course of your life that's encouraging so yeah Pistons fans well, just Detroit fans in general. It's been a ton of losing. Um, I know the Tigers have fallen on hard times too post, let's say, Justin Verlander, Max Scherzer. Remember the, the World Series appearances? It will turn around at some point. Sports are always cyclical. It's just that the way teams are managed, the way teams are run, that can extend the losing cycle. And I know it it can feel like forever. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio on Twitter, After Hours CBS or A-Law Radio. And I appreciate so many of you still sending your congratulations and your kind words. Great to be back on the radio with you. I'm glad that you all uh, feel like, well, the break was long enough, right? Because I feel that way too. I feel like it was too long. Uh, well, not too long. It was just the right length. Um, by the way, I almost feel like I need to be quiet here in the after hour super secret home base, which would be bad radio. Uh, but during that last break, during the update, the door opens and 
not only does my husband uh, peek around the door, but two dogs come rushing into the room. So apparently they've decided it's time to wake up. At least they did. And he stumbled back to the bedroom to go back to bed. Uh, poor guy. I guess the dogs woke him up. And so I open up the back door and they go like bull rushing outside. Uh, they run around. They do their business. They come back in. They get water. They get a treat. And now they're both here with me because I, I don't want to let them out of the room in case they wake him up up again so I've got Penny on one side of me I've got Daisy on the other side of me thankfully they've both found a comfortable spot and they're now I don't think they're sleeping but they're resting uh, and I hope that they don't make a racket between now and the top of the hour <laughs> but during the break I was trying to get them settled because they were both pacing around the room here so between hubby who needs to go back to sleep, and dogs who do not need to eat breakfast or take walks this early. Uh, there's a lot happening right now in the After Hours Super Secret Home Base. Our phone number, 855-212-4227, always is the way to reach us. And if you missed it, please go back to the podcast and find, the. was it hour two, Manny, when we got the call from Jordan in Portland? Yes, yes, it was. So we've got Jordan in Portland, a seventh grader who loves the show. I, I don't know how he listens. Maybe he listens late at night. A woman his breaks from school. Uh, he's a seventh grader who's homeschooled, though he does have uh, various hoops and, and gauges and milestones he has to meet. And I guess he does meet with other students at least once a week. But he said uh, he called in to answer the question. He said the Jaguars uh, back before they drafted Trevor Lawrence in 2020, they had just the single win. And then obviously the year after with Urban Meyer and the struggles for Lawrence adjusting to the NFL, uh, that also was tough. So he pointed to the Jaguars as the worst team and one of the worst teams in sports history. And many of you have followed suit with your own answers as it turned out Jordan was a Seahawks fan he's really nervous about the upcoming game against the Steelers this weekend and also he told us after a couple of minutes he had to hang up and get to bed before his mom found out that he was calling into the network <laughs> so if you missed that please go back and catch it on our podcast I post the link to our podcast or I will this afternoon uh, but I posted it to the return show and really, even though it was for a different show, the podcast just scrolls and it continually runs. Um, it's just kind of a, uh, I, I guess you would call it a nonstop scroll, but it, it just updates with the most recent hours, the most recent show at the top. And so even though the link was from yesterday, you can use it. It's a the same link that I use all the time uh, to find the podcast and to share the podcast. So on my Twitter, A-Law Radio, or on our Facebook page, After Hours with Amy Lawrence, uh, we're talking about the NFC North. And I want to make sure we update or we provide this update with Kevin O'Connell, because unfortunately for the Vikings, even as they fight for a wild card spot in the NFC they've lost not just DJ Wanham their linebacker who had a torn left quad on Sunday but also TJ Hawkinson uh, a career year in his first full season with the Vikings and Kevin O'Connell was grim in providing the update. TJ Hawkinson as well did uh, sustain an MCL and ACL injury uh, he will go on IR as well uh, crushed for both those guys two of our most impactful players uh, leaders on our team kind of set the standard of, of what we 
what we want as Minnesota Vikings in, in every, you know, uh, every aspect of who they are as men and, and teammates and, and players on the grass and, um, you know, two guys that uh, will be difficult to overcome their loss, uh, but we're going to have to have guys step up and uh, hopefully still have those guys uh, involved and around our team because they are, like I said, leaders and, and very, very important to our locker room. It stinks for TJ and certainly for the Vikings. They've already lost Kirk Cousins, um, already lost multiple tight ends, actually. Um, and so for him, the role that he played has played. I know it's been a down year for tight ends in the NFL in 2023, uh, but he is second in the league in catches and third in yards and because Justin Jefferson has been hurt for so much of the year, uh, he's been their most consistent weapon on offense. Uh, so, yeah, that really stinks. Um, the Vikings picked him up from the Lions, if you remember, last year at the trade deadline. Uh, and since then, he actually is tops among tight ends in terms of catches and, and just signed a contract extension in the summertime. So this really stinks because he's got the torn ACL and the torn MCL and surgery is coming up soon, but because it's a double ligament tear, according to the medical experts and doctors, it can actually take longer. So we're not talking about one of those quick recoveries where it could be back in six months. Uh, for those of you who remember Vikings fans for a long period of time, uh, Adrian Peterson, remember he came back from a torn ACL in record time and if I'm not mistaken, won an MVP after that. So yeah, it's, um, it's, it's going to stink for TJ. It, tearing an ACL this late in the season means you miss essentially all of less, next year or most of next year. But the Vikings are still part of the push for the playoffs, to be sure. Thinking ahead to the NFL schedule, yeah, it actually kicks off on Thursday evening. So tomorrow evening, Jets at the Browns. That's huge. The Browns could clinch the playoffs. And then I will finally be home after an 18-day odyssey of getting married and moving. Lions and Cowboys on Saturday night. And then the whole New Year's Eve schedule. We'll talk more about that coming up on tonight's show. So find me on Twitter and Facebook, the worst teams in sports history. We'll talk more about it tonight. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Boom! You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. Uh, 